Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the USMLE Guys podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. In today's episode, we are doing another USMLE Coaches Corner episode. This is something we previously recorded from our YouTube channel, and I wanted to share with you here today. We will be talking about one of the common problems that our one-on-one coaching students are experiencing, sharing with you what's going on and how to fix it so that you can move forward with your own USMLE preparation without any worries. And if you want to work with us one-on-one or you want to learn more about how we can help you prep for your USMLE exams, don't forget to visit our website, usmleguys.com. All right, let's dive in with today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the USMLE Coaches Corner. My name is Dr. Paul. Today, I'm going to give you four strategies, four tips, four steps to help you speed up your USMLE prep. Whether you're studying for step one, step two, CK, step three, each one of these tips will help you get there faster and get better results. That sounds like something you're interested in. Stick around. This one's for you. All right, guys, I'm going to give you four tips, four ways that you can speed up your USMLE prep. Number one, make sure you identify the time frame you're working in. If you don't know how much time you have, you do not know what you can actually do in that time. For example, if you've got a year, it's a long time, but you've got a year, so you know what you're working with. If you've got two months and your goal is a 250, you know that you need to maybe step up the amount of time you are dedicating, but we're going to do things that get us further, so that time's gonna be used extremely wisely. So number one, figure out what your goal is and when you want to write your exam. Number two, evaluate what you're doing every single day on an hour-by-hour basis. So I would say take the next couple days and keep doing what you're doing, but document literally everything you do every hour, every 15 minutes. If you are spending a little, if you pick up your phone at any point and you look through Instagram or you go to YouTube, document it. Keep a very, very strict record of what you're doing. And Do what you normally do. And the reason why we're doing this is because we need to take inventory of how much time we're actually studying, like hardcore quality, deep work, how much time we are sort of superficially studying. Maybe we've got our phone in our hand, but we're still reading the first aid and how much time we're actually just spending on our phone or doing something else. Be honest. You want to audit your day. And the, the, the more honest you are, the better. And here's why. There's those three categories of work. We have deep work. This is where you get the big results. This is really all that matters. There's superficial work where you're sort of grazing through, let's say, the first aid. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. But it's still not great. It's not really a good use of your time. And then third, there's just your wasting time. So whether you are texting someone, even if you're just texting someone while you're trying to study, you can't get into that deep state of work where everything is just firing. And once you've got that audit, I want you to really, really figure out how much time you're wasting, how much time you're there, but you're not really doing anything super productive, how much time you're in deep work. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you're going to notice that you are not getting enough deep work done. Now, how do we get deep work done? The first and most important thing, A, If you're on your computer, put it on do not disturb mode. Shut off notifications. Do not let text pop up. Do not let notifications from your email pop up. That is going to completely throw you off and distract you. 
Number two, unless you are doing audio drill sessions, unless you are listening to me on YouTube or you're in one of our programs and you're using your phone, unless one of those scenarios is present, take your phone, put it on silent, put it in another room. Because trust me, and I have this problem too, and that's why I can be honest with you guys. If my phone is sitting next to me, let's say, and it's even just on silent and I see it, it's distracting. So what I do is I will take my phone and I'll just leave it in another room so that it's out of sight, out of mind. Or I'll take it and sometimes what I'll do is I'll take it and I'll put it, let's say, behind a cushion where I don't see it and I don't see it or hear it or feel it. I totally forget it's there because I know I need to focus on the work. But if it's there and it alerts you, whether it's just visual, whether it's vibration, it's going to throw you off. So once you've figured out how much time you're wasting, be honest with yourself and say, what do I have to do to stop doing this? I think the biggest thing you could probably do is just get rid of your phone, throw it in a different room and turn off the notifications on your computer. That way it's just you and your work. All right. The the, the third thing I would say is if you are doing things like finding that a lot of your time is just sitting there with the first aid open and you're just kind of looking at it, that's not really active. You want to be active. One of the things that um, this is a massive problem with so many students that we work with and who've just reached out to us in general. Um, that's why we created our step one crash course and I'm not selling you on it. I don't care if you use it or not, but the the problem students have, they, they, they'll read the first aid. So a lot of our coaching students would read the first aid. We'd have them read, let's say 10 pages a day. And then we would quiz them on it. We would just flat out say, what did you do today? They would tell us, we'd quiz them on it. And we noticed a lot of students who read specific pages, couldn't recall the information. So we created a, a crash course that basically took every page and asked an important high-yield question, and then we'd review the material in the crash course. The reason we made it was so that our coaching students that we work one-on-one with had a way to use first aid, but not really. So they would read the pages, then they would quiz themselves, and then we would review the information together with them. They'd follow their first aid. So that's kind of the goal of our crash course. And like I said, I'm not trying to sell you on it. I'm just saying... If you are noticing that you're using your first aid and you're kind of sitting there, you have to fix that strategy. Whether you create your own questions, whether you get together with a study partner and you quiz yourselves from the first aid, don't just sit there and read the first aid. It's too passive. Chances are you're not getting 100% out of it like you could if you were using something else. And if you don't have a partner and you don't know what else to do, check out our crash course. Um, That's why we made it. But that's just something to keep in mind. Passive learning typically is not the best use of your time. The third step here, so we have identify your time frame to evaluate your hour by hour, which I just finished talking about. Number three, just get stricter with yourself. What do I mean by get stricter with yourself? Once you figured out that you're you're wasting a lot of time, create a strict plan every hour, every 15 minutes even. Break it down into time chunks where you accomplish something whether you're doing questions, whether you're doing review, whether you're doing drill sessions, whether it's your first aid reading time, whether you're doing the crash course or our drills, every single 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour should be blocked off for a specific task. Also, make sure you put in time for a break. If you want to take a break every 15 minutes for five, 10 minutes, do it. That's okay. Just when it's break time, break. When it's work time, work. And you'll notice that you get a lot more done in 15 minutes than you might have gotten done in three, four hours. If your phone's sitting next to you and you're distracted or you're looking at YouTube or Instagram, 15 minutes of hardcore work is super effective. And you'll notice that if you get up at, let's say, 6 a.m. and you do this 
from six to noon, you've got more than a full day's worth of work done because you are super disciplined. Is it fun? Not really. But when you get results, it becomes fun. Get stricter with yourself. Get disciplined with yourself. It's not for the rest of your life you have to do this exam, but you should be putting 100% of your energy and effort into it and doing everything you can to get the results you want. Everybody wants to crush the exam. Most people aren't willing to put their phone away for 90% of the day for a few months to get there. Get stricter with yourself. Be super disciplined. The fourth, this is probably the, not most important, but this is equally as important. Have one big goal a day. What do I mean by this? Pick an area you're going to focus on today. So for example, what did I write down here? Uh, today, master today, as an example, I'm going to master everything I can about the thyroid. Okay. So I'm going to master thyroid anatomy, histo, physio, uh, medications used to affect the thyroid, pathology, pathophysiology. Today, I'm going to learn everything I can about the thyroid. Now you might think, but Dr. Paul, what about going through all the other questions for cardio and for biochem? If you master thyroid today, you've done anatomy, you've done histo, you've done embryo, you've done path, physio, farm, you've done five, six, seven topics in one organ system. That's why organ systems are such a great way to study, right? You can say, today, I'm going to learn everything I can about the ear. Okay, you might think, oh, that's not a lot, but that is a lot. That's a massive amount of topics, and it's focused on one area, thyroid, adrenals right? Kidneys, the liver, the stomach. If you picked one organ a day and said, I'm going to learn everything I can about that organ. And then you said from 6am to 7am, I'm going to do thyroid anatomy and I'm just going to go hard. One hour, you mastered a lot. From seven to eight, I'm going to master thyroid histo. From not, uh, eight to nine, I'm going to do thyroid path. Just do that. One topic a day, one organ system. So neuro's big. That might take a little longer. Let's say it takes two days for neuro. So neuro, then I'm going to do the visual system, right? That's three days. The ears, four days. The thyroid, five days. The um, oral cavity, let's say. Let's say the nasal oral region, like ENT, that's six days. Then I'm going to do one for the heart, seven. The lungs, eight. The kidneys, uh, nine. The adrenals, 10. The liver, 11. The GI system, 12 maybe the uh, female reproductive system, 13, the male reproductive system, 14. My point here is in 15 days, just off the top of my head, by picking organ systems and focusing on those, then what happens is you get a ton done in a lot less time. And then once you've gotten through that, you can start to re-review everything you've already learned and really solidify the information. So number one, idea your time frame. Number two, evaluate and audit what you're doing every day and be smart about it. Be honest about it. It's not for the end. Of, it's not the end of the world if you put your phone away for half the day. Number three, get strict and disciplined with yourself. It's going to be the only way you get a lot done. And number four, have one big goal a day. My recommendation to have one big goal a day is to pick an organ system and just go through it from top to bottom. Yes, you're not going to do uh, you know 90, 100 questions you're going to master an organ system and then go do your questions, test yourself on that organ system. You're going to see you're going to get a lot further, a lot faster. The faster you get through things, the more time you have to actually review, reinforce, dive even deeper. That's when you get that 240, 250, 260 score. All right, guys, that's how you speed up your USMLE prep. You have to be willing to sacrifice a few things now 
for faster results, better results, more efficient results. Thank you all for sticking around until the end. I hope you found that to be helpful. If you want to learn more about how you can work with us either one-on-one, get access to our drill sessions, or our Step 1 or Step 2 CK coaching programs, don't forget to visit us at usmleguys.com. Thank you for sticking around. I hope that was helpful. We'll see you on the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,